Welcome to Arts Week! We are Constellations Theatre Company. And we have just performed Myth Independent. And this is the Monday Medley. People forget that we're still here, each with a story to tell. just performed your show Myth Independence. Could you say a little bit about what the show is and how you developed it? Um, so we're calling it a Greek chorus cabaret um, and the five of us look at the women of Ovid's metamorphoses from a contemporary feminist perspective. Um, previous feedback has told us that it is surprisingly educational <laughs> um, and we approach the text from a place of critical appreciation. So it's a really fabulous piece of music theatre. wasn't something that I was expecting as an audience member to hear these wonderful songs. So could you say a bit about how and why you decided to go for that as a form? Uh, yeah, well, we've got some very musical people in the cast um, with quite a range of different styles. Um, so Maeve's got quite a traditional folk singing style. Um, Rory is a super speedy composer um, songs with the guitar Minna's a piano player Harriet comes from a musical theatre background um, so we brought all those together I can't do any of those things <laughs> I speak um, so we brought all those together week is just catching up with Lily Hunter-Green, artist-in-residence at Birkbeck, who has a project called Be Composed, and that's Be. Lily, as you're getting ready for your project, I wondered what are you thinking about and what are your main aims in doing what you're doing at the moment? Um, okay, so I am building a hive mind through immersive art as part of my residency project here at Birkbeck. And by that, basically, I'm appropriating the ways that the bees work as a collective consciousness in the hive. So bees work as a hive mind. They all have their own job roles within the hive and they all know what they have to do in order to make the colony a success. So I've basically been building a, a collective network of unlikely collaborators, all collaborating on one project in order to make the best creative case for biodiversity. So I'm very interested. Sound is very, very important to your project, isn't mm-hmm. it? Absolutely. And I was wondering if you could say a little bit about how sound yeah. helps you know more about the hive mind and how it expresses to us what's going on for them and translates back into their world, I think. Okay, yeah. So this project, sound is really important to this project because I am a musician myself, actually, and I started the project by converting old pianos into beehives. And that was what Be Composed, the original Be Composed is. It's pianos converted into beehives. And then I connected contact microphones all up the back and sides of the piano in order to record all the intricate sounds that the bees were making whilst living inside the body of the piano. Uh, that then, um, as I said, has developed into this live performance piece. And back to the question in terms of what we can, I guess, in terms of what we can get from the hive as from a sound piece is... Beekeepers listen to the ways that their hive sounds in in terms of determining whether they've got a healthy hive or not. So 
this, if, if bees are preparing to swarm, the musical pitch will shift. When two queen bees are born in the hive at the same time, they instinctively know to kill each other. So the two queen bees will emerge from their cells and actually produce a really amazing sound. And it's not like singing, I mean, it's not like humming or buzzing, it's like an almost song. So it's like a G-sharp followed by five G-sharps, and then the other queen bee will respond in a really specific sound. And it's quite, it's quite devastating, but for me, again, it's a performance. So it's, it's like a, um, I often compare it to a Greek tragedy. I mean, all the worker bees all surround them, and they, they watch them, like, fight to the death, and one is crowned queen. And it's quite a sort of brutal but um, amazing thing to see. And the same goes with this song. Brian Logan is here to, from the Camden's People Theatre to introduce the St James's Garden project. So, what is the Camden People's Theatre doing with St James's Garden? St James's Gardens is, or sadly I should say was, three or four minutes further up towards Camden Town. But it's not there anymore. It's been closed down by HS2, High Speed Rail 2. And what are they doing in there? Well, they're, they're building an exciting, visionary, state-of-the-art new Euston station, which is going to transform all of our lives and allow us all to reach our full potential and win the global race. And as part of that, they're having to close down a local park. The local park, before it became a park in the late 1800s, used to be a burial ground. It was a pre-Victorian burial ground. And because HS2 is now building over this park, they have to uh, excavate the bodies, and they have to do so in a respectful way in accordance with the law and church strictures which they've committed to do. That involves disinterring them all by hand individually and reburying all those bodies individually. They may have made this commitment before they realised that there were 61,000 bodies buried in St James's Gardens. So what is now happening just off the Hampstead Road, 10 minutes from Birkbeck, is the biggest exhumation in British history that is happening right now. That's fascinating. So how are you going to work with this towards making and researching a theatre piece, and when do you think you're going to be doing that? We think that it's a super interesting thing that's happening just up from Canada People's Theatre, and every time you tell anyone about this big exhumation, everyone's really fascinated. Oh my God, how are they really doing that? What are they going to do with all the bodies? How do they do it? Where are they all going to go? Who's buried there? It's an interesting thing. So we want to tell that story. One of the interesting things is that a whole bunch of really uh, exotic and exciting historical personages are all buried there. So we think that you can tell their stories. We're sat in Gordon Square today. For example, Lord George Gordon, who, whose niece gave her name to this square, he's, he's buried there and he led the um, most violent urban riots in British history. He led them in 1780. He's buried there. Um, the world's first black sporting superstar, Bill Richmond, a, a Georgian pugilist, boxer, he's buried there. The man who first circumnavigated Australia and discovered it was a continent, Matthew Flinders, he's buried there. So there's lots of stories to tell about those people, but I, I guess more interestingly we're interested in looking at that story as a microcosm of the bigger story of our local community under pressure from a massive infrastructure project.
at the end of a long day, the Monday medley is closing and Arts Week is leaving the building. But before we leave the building, of course, there's a crucial person that we really must interview. Bernie, who looks after us all, all year round. But in Arts Week, he does a special job, directing people up, directing people down, explaining to people that it's on in the main building, that it's somewhere else. And without him, it really wouldn't go the way that it goes every year, smoothly and fun. So, at the risk of being told the terrible truth, here I am to ask Bernie what he thinks of Arts Week. Well, first of all, Sue, thank you for the, 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 the praise. I'm um, grateful that what I do is appreciated by everyone in the building. Um, Arts Week is an eye-opener for me for the amount of uh, work and dedication and enthusiasm that the School of Arts staff have. It makes, My job is made easier by the help I get from the staff here, and particularly during Arts Week, see some very happy and contented visitors that leave the building because they've been thoroughly entertained and impressed by what's been laid on for them. Um, some are slightly more grateful, depending on how much they've imbibed at the end of the evening. But generally, it's, uh, Arts Week is something that I enjoy being able to help people for, and I'm glad my efforts are appreciated. Thank you very much. And sing your ballad.